it's time to expand online. Hi, I'm Jamie Slutsky, and this is the podcast where we break down the tech and strategies that successful hands-on entrepreneurs just like you use to translate their services into online products. There is no fluff. There is no overwhelm. There is no shame. Let's get to it. It's time for you to expand online. Welcome to the Expand Online Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode number 210. I have a real treat for you. Back in the summer, I had Jocelyn on, and she shared about her group program that she was kicking off in the fall. Now I have Jocelyn back sharing about a resource that she has created. And not just because she's creating something new and I think it's awesome, but because I think that there is potential for you to create something amazing yourself, just looking at what you already do. This conversation brought me so much joy. I cannot wait for you to get to it, But before we do, I want to remind you that my favorite thing to do is have calls with podcast listeners. So go to callwithjamie.com and book your own call. And of course, connect with me over on Instagram. I'm at Jamie Slutsky. Check the show notes for all of Jocelyn's links as well as those two links that I just shared. Okay, now let's listen to this conversation I had with Jocelyn. Jocelyn, welcome back back to the Expand Online podcast. I think that you are my first repeat guest and that's just super, super exciting. If anyone wants to listen to the prior episode with Jocelyn, it is from August in my uh, my teacher series and I will have that linked up in the show notes. So Jocelyn, welcome back. Oh, thank you so much, Jamie. I am so excited to be here. And when you just said that I'm like the first repeat guest, I'm like, I'm so honored. This makes me so excited. Um, And I have to thank you so much for having me back because I was just saying before we started um, that part of the inspiration for the for the digital download that I'm going to talk about today and how I launched it and how I started creating it really was inspired by some of the stuff that we discussed because you reached out to me and you were like, I'd love to talk to you about your group classes. And I was like, oh, they're not ready no, 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 like I, uh, no, no, we're not ready yet. Maybe just come back to me like in six months or a year, like when I've like figured it all out. And you were like, no, I think, I think we should talk about like, it would be good to talk about how we like launch these things and how we do them. And, you know, done is better than perfect. And I was like, okay, well, that, that, that's not how I usually do stuff, but you know what, why not? So we did it. And I had so much fun talking to you about my group class And then when I started working on the launch of this digital product, exactly the same thing happened. I was like, I'm not going to be ready to launch it until February or March. And there's so much work to do. And I was just doing all of this like busy work with it. And someone said to me, you know, maybe you just launch it. And then if stuff needs to be fixed, then you fix it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, maybe that is what we do. Okay. So I love it. Yes, (laughs) I did. And here we are. So Yeah. And I think that that is actually one of the big takeaways that I think from this entire podcast, from every single episode here on the Expand Online podcast, and even the first 100 episodes, which were the Tech of Business podcast, is to do. You've got to do the work. You cannot just ideate. You cannot think and think and think without 
doing any action. So let's talk about this digital download that you have created and kind of the process that you went through to create it and who it's for, why people are going to care, why people are downloading it, all of that fun stuff. Yes, thank you. I uh, would love to talk about that. So what I have created is, it's kind of a, a long title, but it tells you exactly what it is. It's called the Singer's Oral Skills Drill Book for Teachers. Um, and what that means is, is that it is full of uh, examples, musical examples written out for singing teachers specifically to help their students prepare their ear training skills. So it includes examples of things like clapbacks, which is where we would play a melody and have the student clap the rhythm back, um, interval examples to both sing and play back, melodic sing-back examples, which is where we play a melody and then have the student sing back the melody with the correct rhythm and pitch. And then as we get into higher levels, we have chord identification and chord progressions like cadential cadences Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and, uh, that kind of identification. And I have modeled this after the Royal Conservatory of Music syllabus for vocal practical exams, but Mm. it is 100% usable for um, preparing your students for choral auditions. And ear training is sort of one of those things that tends to fall through the cracks a little bit. I mean, I know that it certainly does in my studio. And a lot of my colleagues have also said that it, it falls through the cracks because we're busy working on repertoire and vocal technique and learning songs and learning assignments and things like that. Um, so the ear training tends to fall away unless you actually have something to prepare for like an exam. Mm. So um, I know that for myself, the reason that I created it was because I had a bunch of students that I was preparing for RCM exams And I am the kind of teacher who needs an actual written example in front of my face. (laughs) So you're your first student or you're your first first client. client. Yes, Yes. I am my first client. And this actually has been something that I have been refining and building since 2016 Mm -hmm. for myself. Uh, I also tend to be a little bit extra about like organizational things. So I, when I was like, well, I need a couple of examples for each of these levels. And then I was like, or I need like as many examples as I can possibly get forever and ever on man. So I never run out of examples. Uh, so that started, it started <laughs> off as like a really small thing that I was building for a class I was teaching. And then it morphed into like, well, I don't have anybody doing grade nine right now, but I'm already doing it and I will have somebody doing grade nine eventually. So why don't I just build all of the levels now? So what, yeah, that's the kind (laughs) yeah, that's, that's who I am. I own it now, but it, yeah, it was a whole summer where I literally worked on this. I probably like, there's quite a, quite a few hours of work into this project. Um, But I built all of the levels from grade one to grade 10. So each level has level-specific examples according to what is required by the RCM syllabus. Um, And as I went on, I realized that there are a lot of examining boards all over the world. There's ABRSM, there's Trinity exams, um, Canada Conservatory, tons of them. There's lots of them out there that all have sort of similar things that they require, these musicianship exams. So I'm like, these can be used 
all over the place. I mean, I wasn't thinking that in 2016. I was thinking I'm the only teacher out there that doesn't want to build a dominant seventh chord in my head. So I'm going to build this thing for myself. And then what started to happen is I was telling people about it and they were like, oh my God, can I have a copy? And I was like, wait, you, you want this too? Like, I'm not. Wait. <laughs> you want what I created for myself, and you're going to tell me that there is a market for what I use in my studio? Yeah. Write that down if you're listening right now. If you have created something, talk about it with your peers. You might be sitting on a diamond and not even know about it. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. So I, and the thing that really, I think, I mean, part of the impetus of this is that this particular uh, set of examples or this kind of set of drilling materials does, as far as I can find, does not exist in the world. So I, because I didn't want to do this. I just wanted to buy a book. Like, I just wanted someone to have made a book where I could just use it for clapback examples in grade two and singback examples in grade five and some chord progression examples. Like, but it doesn't exist. And I think a lot of it is actually because maybe there's an assumption that most people do it by ear or, uh, you know, they already know how to do it. And so actually for a long time, I, I didn't, you know, this was, I sort of made this almost out of like embarrassment because I was like, well, I'm just not that kind of musician. I'm not that mm. kind of teacher. I, I don't do stuff by ear. I have a master's degree. I understand what a dominant seventh chord is. Like I'm not, you know, but I don't like if a student needs to be able to identify the difference between a dominant seventh chord and a diminished seventh chord. And I need to go dominant, diminished, dominant, diminished, dominant, diminished to get them to hear the difference. How much easier is it for me to just have a sheet where there's like 80 iterations of dominant and diminished seventh chords and I can just pick. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I know that it's correct. And then they know that like I'm testing them and if they get it right, then I know they're right and I know which one I used and like all of that stuff. So it works on... It works much better for the student because there is consistent testing mm-hmm. and consistent opportunities to like try it out. And then it works really well for the teacher because teaching is hard, y'all. Like it, <laughs> it's, you know, there's a lot of energy. There's a lot of emotional energy. There's a lot of pivoting that we have to do in the lesson because I might have a lesson plan and be like, we are totally drilling chords today. My student might come in and be like, I don't have the bandwidth for this today. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to do, I just want to, I just want you to play me melodies and I want to sing them back to you. Or I just want to sing my songs today, you mm-hmm. know, and I need to work on like emotional connection or I just want to work on this section or whatever. And then I have to pivot. I have to like shift what, what I was going right. to do and I have to meet them where they are. And so these uh, examples take all of the guesswork for the teacher out of the equation. You no Mm -hmm. longer have to use your precious teaching prep bandwidth to figure out if your clapback example is of sufficient difficulty for your grade two student or that your chord progression is appropriate for your grade five student. You Mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. flip to the page and you pick one and you do it. Yes. And that's it. Like, yes, that's literally it. So 
that is when I realized that a lot of my colleagues were like, hey, so what's that thing that you like, you know, with like the stuff, like with the, the like exam prep stuff, like I have a student doing RCM. I don't want to do that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, I'm not interested in it. I don't, I want to work on vocal technique or I want to work on, you know, right repertoire and which I is a hundred percent cool. Like no worries. I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I started to sort of just disseminate my little examples, like in little photocopies, you know, to my, cause they're all my, my examples. Right. So I would just, you know, give them a little copy of it or send them a little PDF of it, you know, just to like, you know, you sprinkle it out help. there. Yeah. Just to like sprinkle it out there. And, and people were like, this is amazing. It just makes everything so much easier. And they don't have to worry because I did all the work. I made sure that every grade actually correlates to what the requirements are. So you mm-hmm. know if you do a grade two exam and you do this level of clapback, this is the level of difficulty that you're going to be required. To. Totally makes sense to me. And I'm not a music teacher. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know if I could use it, but I definitely see why it's a valuable tool. And that's, I think, one of the things that happens so often when we're thinking about expanding online. Obviously, yes. when I had you on the podcast last, we were talking about online group classes, right. things like that. This time around, you are creating another vertical for your business in providing something that is for other teachers. And there is so much power in that because you can put yourself squarely in their seat. You understand everything, every nuance because you are them. And I... One of the things that I've heard a lot, and this is something um, that I probably have had on the podcast a number of times, but the best person for you to be creating a course, a download, a workshop, whatever it is, is you X number of months or years ago. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. So yeah, that I think it's such a great way of like elevating yourself by providing an asset that can be and a resource that can be used by your peers. And I also think that it's a really nice feeling. It's nice to be a contributor to the industry. And yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like that actually is one of the things, because I went through some, you know, it was a journey to get to this place, to like get to a place where you know, because as you know, with launching workshops or launching products, I mean, it is extremely time consuming and there are tons of little details that need to be handled and like in the back end and all of that stuff. And one of the things I had to go through was really start thinking about things like copyright, which I never like, who, why would I, you know, I don't want to think about that stuff. Nobody thinks I, I'm a singing teacher. I don't know. I mean, except, <laughs> you know, don't photocopy stuff because, you know, music is copyrighted. Like, I understand that. But I had initially designed this to basically, what I had done without realizing it is created like an expanded version of the syllabus Mm -hmm. because I was directly taking like the instructions in an effort to be thorough Mm -hmm. and to create a resource that was literally like one-stop shopping. But inadvertently, what I discovered is that I was basic, you know, as one of my lawyers that I consultant said he's like anytime you're copying and pasting stuff probably not a great idea just mm-hmm. fyi even though it was coming from a good place and like i obviously am trying to supplement 
the RCM right. program, but I am like full disclosure, I am not affiliated with RCM in any way. You know, this is my own thing that I created that, you know, and so I had to go through and like work on that and figure all of that out and just assume that if a teacher wishes to use this for RCM, that they are going to have a copy of the syllabus and they right. can utilize it properly. And so now it sort of morphed from that really specific functionality into, hey, you can use this for ear training for any reason, for choir auditions, for show auditions, mm -hmm. for school uh, exams, for like whatever you want. If you just want to work on this with your students, these are great level specific. Mm -hmm, and I mean, mm -hmm. you can like pick what level, you, you know, like if you have a beginner student, that's somewhere between levels one and four. If you have an intermediate, it's between five and eight. You know what I mean? Like there's totally lots of ways to, to use it. But that was part of this journey for me was like, uh, okay, now I have to think about like the legality of it. And then I, and then someone said to me, cause I was so busy worrying about that. They were like, well, what about your copyright? And I was like, my what? <laughs> why would i oh and they were like this is your intellectual property and i was like oh oh my gosh yes you're correct i really should think about that so it's been a very interesting learning experience on many many levels and it's been a really long process so just in case like i said in the other uh, episode that i did with you like if anybody listening is like oh you like started building this and then you launched it and now it's happening like no 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 these things take these can take like sometimes the idea took mm -hmm. me a while to figure out like how I wanted to do it how I wanted to deliver it how I want to like put it out into the world um and so that was that was definitely a process <laughs> yeah, I can I can imagine you know I mean that's the thing that you know we, we've all seen the meme of you know you start at point a and you're trying to get to point b and it's a nice pretty straight yes. line I don't know how many people actually realize that there are not only ups and downs but there are also loopbacks oh my gosh so many yes Yes. You have to be able to follow through to make it to point B, no yep. matter how many ups, downs, lefts, rights, restarts yes. you have. If you make a commitment to yourself first, because remember, you were your first client. Exactly. Yes. If you make that commitment to yourself, then you have a reason to keep going. And I, I love that. I think that that is such an important element of the online journey of creating something that you are using to expand your yes. own impact. And I love when we're creating that we acknowledge these bumps. And, you know, when you were saying, this is my IP and you're like, yeah. wait a second, huh? <laughs> I have IP. Yeah. I thought that was for the brilliant people. Well, or like something so much more significant than this. You know what I mean? Like a uh -huh. book or like some kind of seminal work. Like I, I just didn't think about it like that. And I have a friend who is also a lawyer and she was like, Jocelyn, no, like you, this is your creation. Like you, yes, you worry about obviously inadvertently, like you do not want to plagiarize anybody. I do not want to take anybody else's copyright or use their mm -hmm. IP without permission, obviously. She said, but you have something too that you need to think about. 
Mm-hmm. And when you said, you know, you, that I am my first client, that was the other thing is that when I went through all of this, because like you said, it was very, there were lots of bumps. There was lots of circling back. There was lots of like, I created one thing and then I was like, mm, this isn't going to work because it doesn't align with uh, what is like legally possible. It's not aligning with like, you know, what I actually want to be able to market. Mm-hmm. So I had to like, not start completely again, but I had to like, take it all back. And I had to like, start working on it again. And I had to think about it in a different way. And there were times when I was like, I don't really know if I can do this, if I can make this happen. And the thing that kept me going, which is going to sound maybe a little bit nerdy is like, this is something that people need. Mm -hmm. Because I needed it so badly, and it did not exist. So I just made it because I needed it. Mm -hmm. And I know how many teachers and by, you know, extension, how many students will benefit from having something like this. Because it just makes everything easier and more scalable and Mm -hmm. more consistent. Yes. Right? So, yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I just want to get into a little bit of the, the techie nitty gritty of mm-hmm, what yeah. you've created. Yes. You've created a product that is yeah. downloadable, which means that it is sitting online somewhere and someone has to pay for it and then they get access to it. Yes. Where did you decide to house it and how did you decide to have people actually pay for it? Well, Breathe. I have, yeah, I was like, whew, Okay. This was part of the process, which is, you know, has been so interesting in the last couple of years as I've like expanded my business Mm -hmm, and really mm -hmm. have started to do all of that work is that I started to look into that. I was like, okay, so I want to do this thing, but how do I get it from my brain to like people's tablets or their Mm -hmm. inbox? And there was a lot of back and forth, like, well, do you want to publish it as an ebook? Do you want to get an ISBN number? Do you want to have it like, and I was like, oh, that sounds really complicated and you know, and they were like, do you want it to be a, like an actual book that you sell at like Long and McQuaid or like at a bricks and mortar store? Do you want to have to send people copies of stuff? Do you want to sell it on Amazon? And I was like, okay, so what's the, what's the easiest way to disseminate this without having to like apply for an ISBN number and all of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so the easiest way to do that was to make it into a PDF. Mm -hmm. And so essentially what I decided was uh, because I have a fairly well uh, established website and it Mm -hmm. has a commerce function. And so I basically decided that I would just build a commerce page on my website. So I taught Mm -hmm. myself how to do that, which was really fun. Um, (laughs) In uh, the future, that's something that I can do for you. (laughs) Amazing. Everybody call Jamie if you don't want to deal with it. Um, Because I'm also a big fan of like paying people to do stuff that I don't want to do. But I I managed to Squarespace and these kinds of websites are fairly totally like plug and play. So that's why I was able to do it. But I basically have a whole commerce page where all of the PDFs live. And essentially, they are available by individual level. Mm-hmm. And then I have bundled them into like, basically beginner, intermediate and advanced. And then mm-hmm. there's also the opportunity to purchase the entire bundle of mm-hmm. one to 10 if you, you know, and that actually I was shocked that actually was the most popular has been the most popular purchase thus far is that people are purchasing the whole set. Congratulations. Because, thank you. I was, I mean, <laughs> I've got to say it is quite a dopamine rush um, to get those orders. It's very exciting when people, you know, yes. believe enough in the thing that you're doing to actually pay for it. That is really, really exciting. Um, 
So it all lives there and I have it all connected to an online payment processor that I also use for my studio. So everything is all, I like to have everything in one place. So, so all your money comes in in the central location yes. and you can track it and exactly. all of that fun stuff. And pull reports, which makes my bookkeeper very happy and I don't have to think about it. So that all is great. I've also had to start thinking about things like GST, which is the tax up here in Canada, and like how does that work? And mm -hmm. like it's it's been yeah, it's been a journey. So now that I have that, basically, I will give it to Squarespace. They they that 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 thing runs like a hot damn. Like I I I don't I haven't even looked at it in like a month. It's just doing its thing, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. But now that I've got it launched, mm -hmm. I launched it at the beginning of December. Now that it's been launched and I've run a couple of promotions on it and done some coupons and things like that, I'm now at the place where it's like, okay, now we have to actually start marketing it. Mm -hmm. And so I am starting to think about like, where else could we disseminate this? Because where are people looking for things? Well, they're looking on Amazon. They're maybe looking on Shopify or, you know, and I actually, one of my uh, social media coaches said that to me. She's like, what about this? What about this? And I was like, oh, I haven't thought about that, but yeah. so maybe, maybe. To do. Yeah, I have some research to do um, mm -hmm. because the great thing about, I think about those kinds of platforms versus just having it on my website is that um, it's searchable in a way that I don't have to boost. <laughs> right, right. So, that's yeah. phase two. That's phase yes. two, creating phase the two. product, yes. creating something, validating it by getting sales, by waking up in the morning and saying, ooh, I got new money overnight. Yes. That is what's exciting. And that allows you the space to do something more. I mean, my brain has gone so many different directions as to where you can take this after you start getting even more traction from your marketing efforts. And I am like so excited to like I'm bursting <laughs> because one of the things that you're creating here is your own teacher community. Yes. You now have these people who have purchased your product and they believe in you and trust in you. And you now have the opportunity to sell something else to them in the future. Right. And I think that that is such an exciting vertical to be in right now yeah. because there is always somebody new who's going to find your product. And then if we can make it so that you are part of their core system. Mm -hmm. and your yeah. product becomes something that they rely on, then you have a customer for life. And as much as teaching the student is what every single listener is all about, making sure that their students are successful, as a business owner, mm -hmm. there can be more verticals. You don't just have to offer lessons to students that's why music studio or music um st uh, stores the stores that mm -hmm. sell the instruments often bring in teachers yeah, because that exactly. they're adding a second vertical and so teachers who have an independent studio where their primary is the teaching are bringing in another vertical and you know and i think that that's how we go from being a teacher to being a 
business owner. Amen. (laughs) Amen, Jamie. This is what I'm talking about. This has been my journey for the last couple of years because you think about it, you know, and it's a whole industry conversation about voice teachers and singing teachers and how many of us don't actually you know, start out to be singing teachers. So many of us start out as performers. I would say that the majority of us started as performers. I don't know. Don't at me in the comments, but I, I mean, we are not, <laughs> we're definitely not trained as business people. And that when you start talking about all this makes my heart so happy is that that's what the group classes are for me that we talked about in August this is the second like vertical or as my business coach, um, Michelle Marquardt DeVos says, this is the stool. So you have the seat of the stool is your main like offer, which for me is still one-to-one lessons. Mm-hmm. And then you have your legs. Mm-hmm. And so now I've got that group class, which is scaling because I can work less hours and make the same amount of money and reach more students. Uh-huh. And then we have like a digital download, which is about as close to passive income as one can air quotes passive right nothing is is actually passive but passive income that now that it's created and launched it is generating its own thing people in australia might be buying this while i'm sleeping which is the dream Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? So yes. yeah, it's really exciting. And you, sh- you shared one of my dear friends names just now, Michelle. Hey, I adore hi, Michelle. Michelle. Um, <laughs> and I know she'll be listening to this yeah. and be like, oh, I'm all flushed now. <laughs> but, um, you know, and I think, but I think that what you're saying is, and you're highlighting with that comment, with just like, sh- you know, sharing her praise is that you didn't do this alone. No, good Lord, no. Oh my gosh. You use the right software. You brought in people who are experts in their own right to provide you with the feedback, whether it's Michelle, it's your lawyers, it's people who have just helped you in ways that you didn't even necessarily know you needed help. You just had an inkling for something you wanted to create. Exactly. Exactly. And- I will say, I mean, a huge shout out as well to the Speakeasy Cooperative, which is Michelle's business group, Mm -hmm. um, because so many of those wonderful members did beta testing for me that looked at my Canva templates that I agonized over for months and months and tweaking and, you know, the people that I hired to copy read and, and like copy edit and the person who helped me format the musical examples. I mean, it is definitely... It, it, you know, so cliche, but it takes a village because you don't know what you don't know. Right. Exactly. I mean, even the, 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 the group that I joined to help me use the Canva template to get the workbook template that I Mm used to actually build the book, you know, they were so helpful in just, you know, formatting questions and things that I didn't, it's not working. How do I get it to work? And they, you know, were so generous. That's, um, biz biz template babe who's amazing but it's like yeah like these people who are so like the community aspect of it is so special and then when there's a win everybody gets to you know like it's so nice to share that it's really exciting and absolutely yeah so I I 100% yes there is uh, the things that I know now after working with these amazing experts in the last two years I could never have imagined I didn't even know 
I mean, I didn't even know that these things existed, Jamie, like that this stuff was possible. Even the, like I did wake up to freedom. I don't know if you're familiar with them, but they're like a webinar launching. They like Mm. help people launch Mm -hmm. webinars and and seminars and things like that. And I took their little challenge. It was like a $20 thing that I did to actually get my workbook launched because they Uh were like, we're going to launch it in two weeks. And that's when I did all of the, you were talking about validation earlier and all of that kind of stuff. So I went through that whole process, which I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't Uh even know that this existed. And so I went through this whole process and I was like, oh my gosh, there is a system, which I love. I'm like, you know, I love a system and a good list. So I was like, I am here for this. I love it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Utilizing all of this stuff. This is how I did it. And so while it was, I mean, I look back on it now and I'm like, it wasn't that bad. I could do that again. In the moment of it, I was like, oh my God, I'm never going to be done. This is going to never, this is going to go on forever. But it, it really, it's really been a fantastic process. I so. I love that, Jocelyn. I think that there's just so much that anybody who's listening right now can take. They, you can take some of the experiential stuff. You can take some of the practical stuff. You can mm-hmm. take so many different things that we've talked about here and just start. Just start with one thing. So I want to wrap up now. And um, obviously in the show notes, I've got all of your socials. I've got the link to the download so people can actually see where it is and how it's being sold, all of that stuff. Is there any parting thought or words of inspiration or motivation that you would like to share? Oh, (laughs) You know, you know I, I say this all the time. I'm like, I really like to talk and tell stories. And now I'm like, what do I say? Um, I would just say that if you are a singing teacher specifically, a music teacher generally, and you have an idea for something like this, and you make sure that it's not something that has necessarily been done to death or is a saturated item that you can literally do whatever you want. You don't need permission from anybody. You don't need anybody to tell you that it's okay to do it. This is actually also a speakeasy thing. You can do whatever you want. You just have to figure out how to do it. So if you have an idea and you want to do it, just do it. Mm Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid to ask for help. Nobody does any of this by themselves. And totally. business coaching, social media coaching, looking for appropriate digital courses or webinars is a v- extremely valid way to learn how to do these things. You do not have to do it by yourself and you do not have to do it over Google. <laughs> yes oh yeah so. no Ugh, I love that I love that that is where we're gonna wrap things All up right. Jocelyn thank you so much for coming back on the podcast and sharing this next phase of your business with us all. Oh, I'm so grateful, Jamie. Thank you for having me. This has been so fun. 